there could be a point in two years where we bring in something drastic and we just ruin footy for a couple of years and we're going to take it out again. I know Whitey wasn't overly wrapped with the Thursday night footy, but I think it's the best time slot in footy. The beauty about our club is we rock up to training every day and training so fun, everyone wants to train. The overwhelming feeling is unsatisfaction and purely because we're so close to winning the whole thing. It's an opposition coach who presents every single week, but in the end we play our brand of football the same. <laughs> yeah. I think they're just finding work for someone. <laughs> Your ticket into the heart of football. Welcome to the Breakfast Club's Inner Sanctum. And we love getting involved in Clubland here on the Breakfast Club. The Inner Sanctum gives us that chance to go inside the walls and meet some of the personalities as well. And we today have a debutante from the Essendon Football Club who on the weekend was also a debutante for the Essendon Football Club. Dylan Shields, a part of the team in 2019. Good morning, Dylan. Good morning, guys. Appreciate you having me on for the year. Great to have you on, mate. We uh, think it's fantastic you're a part of our world. Um, have you done much of this sort of media stuff through your journey? Oh, probably nothing into you know this sort of stuff, but uh, just besides the fo- phone-in radio interviews with yep. you guys over the years from Sydney, but um, yeah, to be in the studio and, and see how you guys go about it, it's exciting. No, this is this is top end. You won't see much better. You'll never, be, you'll never be the same. Uh, probably in a bad way, but you'll never be the same. Uh, how, what was it like for you on the weekend? Take away the the outcome, the game itself, but in the build-up to the game um, against the Giants. What was it like being a new player in a new club against your old team? Yeah, certainly a different experience. Um, you know, just played over 100 games at the Giants and then, you know, to, to move to another club and, and then to play your first game against your old club at the, uh, the old home ground was a difficult experience, but, you know, you know it was quite overwhelming uh, leading into it. But, um, you know, aside from the, um, obviously, the result, I really enjoyed playing against my old mates and just tried to enjoy the experience as much as I could. And did you get any feedback from your, from your teammates out there? Uh, no, they're pretty quiet actually. Pretty quiet. And, um, you know, they seem to just get to work, and you know, they certainly did. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yes, was, absolutely. We'll talk about the game and and so forth a little bit later on. But I'm interested. We talked to Bryce Gibbs earlier in the week about the the change of intensity from the media from Melbourne versus South Australia. Now you've played all your footy as you said up in Sydney, and then you come to Melbourne, a big club. What's what's it been like? And that that intensity, that focus that you went through through September and October and then now joining the club at Essendon. Mm, yeah, it's complete opposite in terms of the attention and, you know, the football uh, industry concentration from Melbourne to Sydney. Uh, Sydney, you could certainly get away with, you know, not having much to do with football or, you know, having any knowledge of what's going on in the football world. And, and obviously moving to Melbourne, I've, um, and this week I've experienced uh, a lot of loud noise around, um, you know, results of games and, and player form and, and what's going on in the world. I can just see Ram has got the uh, the sun open up here and there's just football everywhere. Where uh, in uh, you go to the morning Herald, you know, the, the the papers up in Sydney, you'd have to go ten pa- pages in to get a a little little snippet of what's going on. So does that help you as a footballer in Sydney to be away from that or? Is there an element of accountability being involved in the intense focus on your club and as as an individual? What where do you sit on that, or is it maybe a bit too early to tell? Uh, I don't think anyone really thinks about if it's beneficial or not beneficial in terms of a player. I mean, in Sydney, it just it is what it is, and you couldn't really, you know, you got to control the controllables, and um, it's just something that we became accustomed to. That footy wasn't a big deal in Sydney, but um, you know, it wasn't going to stop the way that we went about how we went about our footy, where I don't think it's going to stop the way guys go about their footy in Melbourne. They're still going to try to be the best they can be. Mm. Furthermore to that, you started obviously at GWS. You're, you saw it all at GWS. You started where, where at Rudy Hill RSL. Mm-hmm. Where was he? 
GWS. <laughs> um, you went to Blacktown, then you obviously went to the showgrounds. You started off as obviously a, a young, inexperienced team who couldn't win a game. Then you're making prelim finals. To then walking into a football club that's rich in history, um, premierships, finals, all that type. How did that feel the first time from, like I said, going from a club that was a startup and which you were obviously heavily involved in to walking in, into a club that was well-established? Yeah, part of the attraction of, of come, going to a club like Essendon was, you know, what they've achieved in their history and, and how long they've been around for and, you know, the uh, the past the past players that you see walking through the doors and what they've um, achieved. So, it's, uh, you know, I was really happy with what I was able to achieve at the Giants in terms of setting up a, a new football club and, you know, not many you know, current day players get to say that. Um, so to be able to experience that now, to be able to experience a, a club, you know, that's approaching 150 years of, of history, it's, uh, it's, um, it's going to be exciting to be able to reflect on one day to say I've, I've done a bit of both. So um, you get certainly, um, from my experience, it's it's certainly there when you walk through the doors of a club like Essendon. You can feel um, that this club has has a lot of history and uh you know it's 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 there to to be able to walk in and see where maybe maybe some of the players that have been there for their whole career don't feel get that feeling as much. I was going to ask you that if you could I, I explain to our listeners how that how that feels. Why is it why is it different? Is it the is it the people around there or is it the I don't know the, the honor boards or whatever what what is the difference when you walk into a place that it's like Essendon 150 years old as opposed to a Giants where it's it's brand new and everything's real clean and shiny. Yeah, well I guess to say, I don't know how to explain what it's like at Essendon, but I'll say that when you're creating a new club in Western Sydney, there's not an existing culture. So the people there are, are, are trying to create an exist, you know, a culture yep. to set the benchmark for for any new employees or players that come in, and and hopefully something that lasts for years to come. And you know that's what they're doing at the moment, and the the Giants are doing really well. So you just walk into a club and you subconsciously pick up on cues about how. What the how the club goes about things? What what are player expectations and dynamics, and um, you know how much they reflect on past plays and past performances, and mm. do they like to draw back on those experiences? I mean, for me, it's you know walking into the club and you see you know the, all the Premiership cups just lined up at at the hangar. It's like just something like that. It's just like wow, you know, for a club that's got all those, it's you know it's something I didn't get to walk past at the Giants. No, not yet. <laughs> so um, I'm interested. Is I was actually going to ask you about that because I I've had, had a whisper that you were caught watching, just looking at the cups and being quite overwhelmed by it all. That just taking in the history of the football club and just thinking, wow, this is pretty cool. It is, pretty, and it caught, yeah. kind of caught you off guard a little bit. It's pretty cool. I mean, you get to walk in and you know they're on display right there at the front door. So I mean, you can get caught of. You know, just being in your own world at times and just sort of not taking up, not, not taking in what, what you're walking past or being present. And we like to say, you know, being present in the moment. But like, I walk, when I walk past in my early weeks at Essendon, it's just like just sort of observing what's around. It's like, wow, there's what we uh, what we're playing for, at, you know. And there's only one award at the end of every year. There's there's a, there's sixteen of them um, right there when you walk past. So it's pretty it's pretty special to be able to see them. Oh, it is. Well, they've done a great job through their, their history, and now you're a part of it. When you got there. Uh, what was it like being the, the new recruit? Because obviously, uh, a lot talked about through the off season. It was a big deal to get you from the Giants to the Bombers. They were wrapped to get you as any club would have been through the competition. What was it like for you walking in and meeting your teammates for the first time? Yeah, it was. Um, it was. A, it was a huge, uh, huge experience. Uh, you felt like the new kid at school, where you're just trying <laughs> to make friends and uh, yeah. fit in, and, and sort of like I said, understand the player dynamics and what, what, what are the uh, 
expectations on training and you know things like where you pick your seat in a bloody meeting and <laughs> where do you uh, sit why would I know oh uh, well don't sit next to Marty Gleeson I was <laughs> found out <laughs> well, don't sit in Cole Langford's seat <laughs> right eh? um, it, it was it was it was exciting it was fun I mean part of the the challenge of and um, what I wanted to get out of changing a football club was to to grow and and sort of take the next step, not in footy, but in life. And um, I feel like I'm certainly getting that with the move to Essendon. Um, but it's been great. I mean, they've accepted me, um, I think, really well. And hopefully I've, I'm, starting, I'm fitting in really well. Was it a stressful period for you, the, the decision-making process? Oh, but- absolutely. Yeah, it was the hardest decision I've made in, in life, I'd say. Yeah, certainly in life. So, um, you know, make a huge decision like that to... to come back home and to change footy clubs and um you know obviously coming back to melbourne it's it's played out in the in the media a fair bit so um yeah it was it was difficult but um you know one that i thought i handled well so just absolutely the, just the life decision as part of it i think obviously if you if you're looking at it as just a football decision it'll be hard to leave the giants because of the, the success that they're going to continue to have but from a life point of view, why was it so important to get back? Was it was it family? Was it friends? Was it was it your partner? What, why was it so important to get back to Melbourne? Or was it simply that you knew that your life after football was always going to be in Melbourne? I probably felt that I was always going to come back to Melbourne um, at some stage during my career because um, you know being a, a Melbourne boy growing up and you know going to the MCG every every second weekend to, to watch your team play, um, you know it's something I wanted to experience as a player. So. Um, I mean, you remember when I was 15, 16, the Giants didn't exist, and then all of a sudden they were created, and I was found myself on a plane up to Western Sydney. So I wasn't expecting to go up there <laughs> as uh, when I thought I was going to get drafted. So for me, it was yeah, coming back to experience footy as a as a Melbourne-based player, but also yeah, to be closer to friends and family, and um, you know, to I would say that you know, for a potential career outside of footy, you know, it was probably going to be in Melbourne. So to be able to establish myself in Melbourne, in the Melbourne market, was something that I wanted to do. And you know, there's plenty of life to live after footy. We we often talk, and I remember we talked to you about this when you were in Sydney at one point about the decision: what are you going to do? You're going to stay? You're going to go? And there's all that noise around that. Do you flip and flop through the year as to what you're going to do? Do you wake up one day and go, nah, I reckon I might stay another few years, or nah, I'm definitely going? How, or is it you can park it and just worry about it at the end of the year? What What's it like going through that decision? Yeah, I, was, I felt like an opening batsman when you asked me over the years. I was just straight back, <laughs> kept blocking away. Right. <laughs> but you certainly do. Um, I can be honest with it now, can't I? I mean, you do you, you do swap and change, um, you know, week to week or even day to day. And, you know, certainly going through the decision to... to pick a football club and to leave the Giants when I still had a year in my contract you, I was actually you know you're swapping and questioning yourself daily sometimes hourly you know you just things change um but during my time up in Sydney I was I was fortunate to you know to, to be there from the start I was you know the longest contract extension I, I signed for each time was two years so I sort of had a feeling you know multiple times where I was almost thinking about you know returning back to Melbourne but um, you know, just things that are happening in Sydney and what I was really enjoying was the progress of the club and, and progress of how my life was tracking outside of the footy up in Sydney as well. So, um, yeah, I was I was really happy with my time up there and um, I felt like, yeah, I made the right move returning now. If you just joined us on The Breakfast Club, that is the voice of Dylan Shield from the Bombers, 17 past 7. A debutante in the inner sanctum with us after being a debutante for the Bombers on the weekend. Now, it didn't quite go to plan. Up there against the Giants. We'll talk more about that and what the future might hold for he and the Bombers after this on RSN 927.
Exclusive access behind closed doors. The Breakfast Club's Inner Sanctum. 21 past 7 on a Thursday morning. Dylan Shiel from the Bombers is part of our Inner Sanctum team for 2019 and we're very, very happy about that. New in red and black and one game down and uh, hopefully a better performance this week from his boys. And it's going to be um, a good challenge again for uh, for the Bombers against the Saints on Saturday at Marvel Stadium. Just on the on the game on the weekend, the Giants game, what sort of what was the summary or the theme of the review with Woosha? Because uh, it clearly wasn't the great start and um, there's been a fair bit of feedback from the media and, and fans through the last couple of days. What was Woosha's theme in the review? Woosha keeps it pretty simple, which is, which, which is what I like because, um, you know, we can tend to overcomplicate football yep. and um, if you listen to external noise, it, it gets even more complicated. But... Um, so we stayed away from, you know, addressing structures and, you know, game plan and stuff like that. I think it just really came down to uh, effort effort and intent for us. So um, it obviously wasn't at the level required to compete and, um, you know, hence the, the result against a, a quality outfit in the Giants. Well, the warning signs there from the JLT games, obviously conceding 100 points in both of those games and then obviously again against the Giants. How? What, what I'm interested in, how was after the, the Geelong JLT game reviewed going into round one? Because you had obviously the, the week off. Um, was the intensity at training high or or what was it? Because it just seemed like you guys were flat. Now, I know it's only round one, but you would, you'd think most teams in round one are coming up bouncing, mm. really ready for the contest. It just didn't seem like Essendon were ready for the contest at all on Sunday. Yeah, I can honestly say our training standards um, leading into the JLT and, and round one were, were probably as good as they've, they've, they've been since I've arrived at the footy club. Um, you know, they really seemed to, to lift and the guys sort of were training really well going into all the games. Um, unfortunately, it hasn't transferred to to the JLT or, or to round one. So, look, it's um, it's disappointing that we've started that way. And, you know, I know JLT, people say it's just JLT, but still, you go to win and we didn't win. And, um, you know, when you take that sort of form into round one, um, it doesn't give, doesn't give you that much confidence to perform. And, um, you know, like I said, um, we sort of probably reviewed game plan and, and swapping and changing a few things um, to, you know, to try and improve. But I think on the weekend against the Giants, like I said, it, it was purely an effort and energy thing. And um, that's that's something that uh, you, you can only train midweek and, and, you know, you needed to transfer into games. Your reaction after the game, I, I was watching you when you were shaking hands with, with the Giants uh, or your ex-teammates. Was that one of... What the bloody hell's just happened here? <laughs> or, or I just want to get off this field and, and get out of here. Yeah, I, I mean, because when you leave a club on on on, on really good yeah. terms and and you maintain great relationships with with your teammates who are, who are now you know just really good friends, it's um it's probably really just a difficult moment, regardless of of the uh, the outcome. So I mean, probably the worst possible outcome for me was to get a hiding. Um, to see them so happy to start the year off and, and me to start my career at the new colours so poorly. But, it, you know, I, it was just a, from an emotional point of view and, you know, to spend, a, you know, your, your whole adult life at that club and, and that city with those guys, it was, uh, it was just a, a challenging time. And um, like I said, it's, it was always going to happen. It was always going to be challenging regardless of the result. And, um, you know, now it's done, I can sort of raise that from uh, from my memory and move on to, to to this weekend. So what about from the confidence of the team moving forward to this week against St Kilda? Would you say the confidence has been hit? 
hard or is it more of and a bit of an aberration we can move on pretty quickly we know what we need to do we'll be fine what would be the overall feeling oh well it's only round one i mean as Sheeds would say you're only four points from the top so it's it's, (laughs) keep it simple it's only round one um yes we didn't we didn't get the result or, or perform anywhere near where we think we can but um you know in a week's time if we if we can change that around then you know the the public opinion of us can change pretty quickly, but internally, the guys at the club know how we can perform. And you know, like I said, we're training really well. Um, and this weekend, if we can transfer that onto onto a really good performance, then you know, then we're on the the right track again. It's a really good point, that isn't it? To how you look at the, what happened on the weekend, and, and the Sheeds line is a ripper. You're only four points off top, like, and we do get really emotional about performances and poor performances and I think the Bombers performance on the weekend was a poor performance we respond emotionally as a footy industry to those things but in the grand scheme of things it's one game and has Wusha been sort of selling that mantra as well yeah yeah he has I mean you can't you can't sweep things under the carpet I mean you do have to address what you have to address and and we have done that but like I said we're not going to not going to get carried away too much. It was it was one game, and you know when things start to become a habit of you know, and you start to see things over a course of a few games, that's when you start to get concerned. But yep. after one game, um, yeah, we're not going to get too carried away just yet. Who's impressed you as a as a player that you didn't know much about at the Bombers since you've come through? Um, well, who's impressed me the most? Probably well, someone that I I did know a lot of because I'd watched him in their in his first few years was Andrew McGrath. He's um. Yeah, seriously impressive person. But uh, as a player, yeah, he's um, he looks he looks pretty serious out there. He's he's quick, he's agile, and he knows mm. how to play the game. So, um, yeah, really being impressed with him. Uh, Zach Merritt, I like the way he, how he plays and how he goes about it. Um, he'd be disappointed with his game of the weekend, but um, you know, he's uh, he's one that's looking to to bounce back, and I'm sure he will. Take away the Giants round one. <coughs> Have you penciled in some games that you're really w- looking forward to? Obviously, Anzac Day, Dreamtime at the G, all those games that Essendon are, are able to play. But is there one that stands out that you go, I just can't wait to play in that game? No. I, I, well, Anzac Day is the, the obvious one. And, you know, honestly, it's probably just any real Friday night game or even the Thursday night games that we've been given the opportunity to play. I haven't had many of them uh, to date. So just going to be able to experience a change up in my, you know, my weekly routine and approach to a game and... You know, to be able to walk out and and play on a Friday night, a dream time at the G or something like that, it's going to be you know a hell of an experience. So in terms of the opposition we're playing against, it has, doesn't really phase me. Um, but just the occasion is like an Anzac Day or dream time at the G's. What's uh, going to really excite me? And what about reconnecting with Devon Smith? What's that been like? Yeah, De- Devon and I have been close mates um, since we were twelve years old. We played our first first game of footy when we were twelve, and um, right, we played in the schoolboys under twelve team for Victoria and. You know, it was myself and Devin and guys like Jonathan Patton and Adam Tomlinson and, um, gee, there's a few other guys I'm, I'm missing here. But there was a, there was about nine guys in that under-12s team that ended up going on to play AFL football. Most of them with the Giants, it turns out. <laughs> yeah, Dom Tyson as well and these sort of guys, yeah. So, yeah, I played a lot of footy with Devin um, through the junior ranks and we've only, we've only spent 12 months apart uh, <laughs> during our AFL career. So, yeah, he's a close mate of mine and I'm, I'm wrapped to be, um, you know, playing alongside of him. He's... Uh, like I said, a close mate of mine, and we're going to be uh, hopefully playing our careers out together. Was he a bit of a factor in you coming to Essendon? Because 
his football went to whole new levels making the move. Did that have it play an impact in, in your call? Oh, he's, like I said, it, you, you like to be able to reconnect with um, you know, familiar faces and, and guys who um, you know, can play a really good level of footy and, and you think are going to be good for a football club. So, yeah, he, he was part of the decision. But, um, you know, you don't make a decision based off just one player and, and at a best mate. I mean, if I was uh, going to make a decision based off best mates, I'd be looking to connect with my mate Tom Scully again. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it's good, good for me to, to be able to, you know, be where I am, and and he was certainly uh, Devon was certainly influential on that. He was certainly selling the club to me during the year. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things we love about the inner sanctums, we get to know the personalities of the players we get to chat to, and you're part of our team this year. What so what do you do outside of footy for fun? Uh well, just yeah. I really just started uh, getting into some golf, so uh, not my game's done too one. well. But yeah, I'm a, I'm a victim. Um, <laughs> but you like your property? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, obviously, yeah. on the serious side, Rami. Yeah, That's property. not for fun, Rami. That's you, wees, mate. Yeah, yeah. You've been such a nerd. He buys houses for fun now. <laughs> trust me. <laughs> uh, obviously, you're chipping away at a, at a commerce degree, and you're trying to do some investments on the side, Rami. But um, in terms of fun, I like to yeah, have a hit of golf. I'm actually just really getting interested in the uh, Formula One since I. Was, did the ambassador role uh, oh, yeah. you did for, too, the, yeah. uh, for the Oz GP. So I've just set up a fantasy team. I've got about 10 Essendon boys in now. So get ready for the uh, second race this weekend at Baran. Baran? I think that's it. Baran, 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 yeah. yeah. Close enough. Yeah, we'll take that. So don't ask me about horse racing, but F1 racing, I'm all over it. <laughs> right, well, we'll get you through the year on that. You've got the Saints on Saturday at Marvel Stadium to uh, to get rolling, to get on the board for season 2019. It'd be great to spend some time with you through the year, mate. Great to have you part of our world. Good luck this week. Hey, thank you, and I look forward to being back. Good stuff. Dylan Shield with us from the Bombers, a debutante in the Inner Sanctum with us in 2019. And just by the way, might get the Rising Star nomination for his debutante performance today with us. Yes. Hub R7, we need to get to a break. Plenty more coming up. Scotty Gallen not too far away with all the latest news in footy from the Herald Sun.